Welcome to a mini, 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 Denny, mini, Denny, 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 Denny. And now I'm hungry because I heard Denny. I know, I'm hungry too. I'm actually really hungry. (laughs) Well, today we have a little mini, mini and pretty, pretty stoked on telling this story because I've seen it pretty much nowhere. So it's a very low-key case. I absolutely tried my best to find as much information as humanly possible. So we decided that this case should be more of a mini because it's just not going to, it's just not going to be enough information. But I feel like the ones that are mini like murders or mini mysteries, like those are the ones that are always more exciting because you never know. And it's not really widely known, so all of the information is just brand spanking new. Oh, yeah. This is brand new information. And, yeah, like you said, they they get a lot less attention. Obviously, there's not a deep dive into any, really anybody on this. So, yeah. but, yeah, let's get started. Let's yeah, go let's ahead and let's get started. Bring this many to light. <laughs> on September 5th, 2008, a woman by the name of Azu Akpen came home to 9600 block of Wellsworth Drive looking for her son. Now, they lived together at the time, and when she got home, she noticed that her son wasn't home at all. So she decides to go up to his bedroom thinking that, you know, maybe he's up there. Now, when she got up to her bedroom, she noticed that their recycling bin that was usually outside or in the garden Mm -hmm. was in his room. Uh... What? (laughs) She thought that was extremely odd. odd. Yes, odd. (laughs) Considering the fact that their green recycling bin was usually outside in their back garden. Now, of course, she's curious as to why it's there. And she peeks inside the recycling bin and sees a human foot. (gasps) I was not expecting that. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Now... She tipped the bin over and then sees a body of a woman. So clearly panicked, she decides to call her ex-husband to come over and just help her with this situation. What? Calls her ex-husband, not like not like the police. Well, I think she's just didn't she's just panicked and she's like, get over here now, like come here now. I mean, that's fair. When I got into a car accident, I called my mom first before the police. So <laughs> that's fair. Now, when her ex-husband arrives, they pull the woman out of the recycling bin and they try to give her CPR, but it was just way past the point of resuscitation. Yeah. They then called 911, and when the EMS arrived to the scene, they pronounced her just dead at the scene. Now, when investigators arrived at the home, they examined the woman's body, and they saw no visible signs of injuries on her. However, her eyes were showing signs of strangulation. Now, they tell Ezu to contact her son, Alex Akpen, and tell him to come home so that they could talk to him. Because obviously, they found the recycling bin in his room. Suspicious. He's suspect number one. When she calls her son, Alex, he says over the phone to her, and quote, he knew what happened. (gasps) So he already knew that 
something was going on, like, oh, you found the recycling bins. Oh, I know what happened. Like, no shit, it's in your room. Come home and talk to the police now. And he knows who the person was? Or just knew that there was a body in his room in a recycling bin? Well, we'll get into it. Oh, man. Now, when Alex arrived home, the police detained him at the scene and they began questioning him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alex refused to say anything at all to the police and he requests an attorney immediately. Um, okay. Just yep. Saying. Now, Alex was arrested with the charge of tampering with the corpse. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but not murder. Not yet. Ooh, keyword, yeah. You hear that, (laughs) listeners? Yeah. Yeah. The woman's body was sent to Harrison County Medical Examiner's Office to undergo an autopsy. And in the meantime, they needed to figure out who she was and to identify her. Because she was a Jane Doe. We didn't know who she was at the time. Yeah. The medical examiner released photos of the woman's, and it's kind of graphic. I have the pictures, so I'll put an advisory warning, but they did post pictures of her body and her face like Mm -hmm. deceased obviously because they just had to get her face out there they they had nothing else yeah they had nothing else so unfortunately they had to release those types of photos now they also released photos of her clothing and what she was wearing and this is the description that was on that flyer that they made yeah The Harris County Medical Examiner's Office is asking the public for help to learn who this woman is. She is described as a young black woman, 5'6 in height, weighing about 162 pounds, with short to medium length black hair. She had a single ear piercing with large yellow metal hoop earrings. She was wearing a striped t-shirt with the words NYC Classic, and olive green pants labeled as being from Forever 21. A gray Hanes brand zipper hoodie sweatshirt, size small, was tied around her waist. She was found without shoes or socks. Now, before I go on, usually I tell a little background on the people involved with this case, but like I said before, there's such little information. So there's not much there. There's not much there. Yeah. But it's sad. Yeah, and it is kind of sad. Now, Alex Akpan, we know that Alex was born on December 1st, 1993. He was a Nigerian man living in Texas with his mother. He attended Houston Community College and studied in computer science. Okay. In 2017, Alex was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because he had threatened his sister with a firearm. Oh, damn. Now, his sister dropped all the charges, and nothing really came from the situation, because it seemed like the sister just wanted to drop it and just leave it as what it was. So there's no information on what happened or, you know... Just a family dispute. Yeah, kind kind of just... Things got out of hand, and I mean, clearly Alex seems like a very dangerous person, but it seemed like his sister didn't want to pursue, yeah, like legal action. Okay, so Alex goes into questioning, and they attempt to interview him, and again, he refuses to give any type of information, and just keeps saying that he wants a lawyer. He wasn't going to give up anything at all. Yeah. Now, one week later, authorities were able to confirm the identity of this woman. Oh, no. 
She was 23-year-old Irene Yemeten. She also attended Houston Community College and was also a part of the Nigerian community that was in that area. And she was an aspiring beauty stylist. Oh, no. Yeah. She had a YouTube channel and she has all these vlogs on there about her life and just all the things that she was going through. And I'm going to play some of those clips in a little bit, but she has this uh, like 20 things that you should know about me video and I watched it and overall she seemed pretty sweet and bright and like she was really cute and she had like a bubbly kind of an easygoing like essence to her. Like when I was watching her videos, I was like, okay, like I'm vibing with, with this girl. She had an extreme passion for the beauty industry and you know, by the way that she talked in her blogs, it was pretty much her biggest aspiration yeah, that she like had. A, a beauty guru? Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. This part is just really, really sad, but the absolute day before, the literal day before they found Irene's body, mm-hmm. she had uploaded a video on her YouTube. Oh, no. And the title of this video was called Life Update. And in the video, she was explaining about how she was so excited about her future. Oh, no. Yeah, like the worst thing. Uh. Yeah. She was talking about how she was launching her own beauty brand and she was making business cards and she was excited to get her business cards and have her name on a business card and and finally be pursuing a beauty career. Like she had been working towards it and now she was making major steps to get progress. Yeah. Literally making progress. Oh girl. Now I'm gonna play a clip of that exact video so you guys can hear just everything. Yeah. everybody welcome back to my channel my name is irene and today i'm gonna do a life update where have i been what have i been doing sis where have you been wait hold up hold up i have some explainers to do so basically i've um i've been in school that's what i've been doing school that's pretty much it living my best life sis I go to school right now where I go. I go to HCC, Houston Community College. Um, I'm not going to say the campus for safety purposes, re- safety purposes, because I don't mess with anybody like that. So I'm not going to say the campus. So I go there. I take classes. And then that's pretty much it. Um, I, I am, me personally, I'm deciding to do a business. Um, I'm starting to decide to do a hair business. I'm working on that. I did make like a card. Like, business card. So, I'm making those business cards, like, right now. Getting that stuff together or whatever. Um, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I do have some things I want to tell y'all. But it's a surprise. And I'm going to share that experience with y'all later. Sorry, y'all. It's very hot. I am Nigerian. And I live in a household where they do not believe in AC. <laughs> they don't. So, I sweat. Anyways, I can't complain. Um, I'm... I'm blessed. I'm happy. Um, I'm doing what I need to do. Taking care of myself. Miss Irene signing out. Everybody have a good semester. Have a good school semester. Um, good working season, whatever. Grind season. Look, 2018, we do not play. We grinding too. Grinding all day, all night, all day. So, 
don't forget to like comment subscribe to my channel turn your post notifications on so you don't miss another video um bye guys now personally for me the absolute worst part of that video the worst part is that she didn't want to reveal what campus she was on for yeah. security reasons however she is now a murder victim and it just the next day the absolute next day that she posted this and it just goes to show that you really can't trust anybody and it wasn't an online predator to get her and she was obviously concerned about something like that getting her information mm -hmm. out and it had to be a person that Personal. was in her own community yeah. and the fact that she said that she has a surprise for us and we'll never know what that was and we'll never know and yeah. that's just so sad now a friend of irene by the name of lydia had told authorities that Alex and Irene had only known each other for a few days. Hmm. She said that they met at West Oak Mall. And after that, her and Irene had visited his house on a few occasions right before Irene's murder. Uh, and including the day right before her murder. Wow. The day that that video yeah. was up? Yeah. The day that they uploaded that video, they were at Alex's house. Wow. Now, Lydia also mentioned that even though they had only maybe knew Alex for a few days, that they noticed that he had a very, very short temper. When they had went over to his house to visit him, they had parked their car out on the street. And for some reason, it just really, really pissed off Alex. And he started what? screaming at them and he threw a chair at them. Because they parked on the street. Yeah. So where are they supposed to park? I, I don't know. That's uh, the point is that he just got he, mad at anything and, and everything. And to the point where he is throwing chairs. Yeah. Over the little stuff. Over the little stuff. So clearly when we go back and you think about how he had aggravated assault charges on his family, like yeah. who knows what could have set him off. It could have been nothing. Especially to somewhat of a stranger because they didn't really know him that well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, there was also claims that Alex and Irene had been fighting with each other over the phone, even though they still only know, knew each other for a few days. So knowing each other for a few days and they're already having fights Issues. over yeah. the phone. Over what, though? Do you know? Or Nothing. is it just it was just said? It was just said, oh, um, we heard them on the phone screaming or, yeah. you know, something like that. But there's I mean, there's no reason there's no information that i could find yeah. that would prove any type of motive indicate anything yeah, yeah anything alex's mother claimed that she had not noticed anything strange with alex in the days leading up to irene's murder however in recent years she did notice that he would often bring home a lot of like unknown men and also unknown girls so he was just bringing people home i don't know what yeah. the motives were for bringing those people home but it was just his mom was seeing unfamiliar faces just, just coming in and out. Meeting a lot of new people, regardless of who they are, what they want, you don't really know, but just meeting more people than normal, I guess. Yeah, than, yeah. than probably normal than what she's used to. If she yeah. says that in recent years, she noticed that he would do that. Alex's mom also reported that Irene had visited the house before she heard Alex and Irene screaming at each other. So she... Oh, wow. She could, heard it? She heard it too. So she oh heard gosh. them also fighting with okay. each other and screaming at each other. So originally, Alex was arrested for tampering with evidence of a human corpse. Mm -hmm. And he was released from custody after posting his $10,000 bond. However, 
He was arrested the same week again and had to appear in court. So they basically were like, well, he's not getting away with this. So they re-arrested him after the bond was set. Like, we can't get you for this, but we're going to arrest you for any little thing that you do just to get you back in jail. Like you're coming back here. So after they had made the second arrest, they charged him with murder on top of tampering with a human corpse. Oh, wow. And the prosecutors requested that they felt like they needed to bump his bail up way higher because rumors were flying around that the family was trying to send him back to Nigeria. Wow. So it was a huge flight Flight risk. risk. And they noticed, okay, well, they let him out for a week. They start hearing these rumors and they're like, we got to get him back in because if he flies away, we just... It's done. It's done. The case is done. It's done. So they really did anything they could just to keep him in there. During Alex's court hearing, he wore a shirt. He wore a shirt, and on the front of the shirt, it said, hashtag, light the future. And on the back, it had Psalms 82.3. And I looked up what Psalms 82.3 is, and this is what it says. Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of, of the afflicted and of the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. I don't even want to comment on that. Yeah. Like, that's how seriously. I just don't want to comment on that at all. Like it's just. That makes me upset. Yeah. You, like you're the hand of the wicked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the prosecutors had said that he was an extreme danger to the community, obviously. And he is currently being held at the Harris County Jail. And his court date isn't even until March third of 2033 wow so we have to wait so many years to even figure out like what the fuck happened like why did you do this what really happened to irene like what's gonna happen and i don't know why it's taking that long do you think maybe because he is not a u.s citizen and that he's from a different you know he's from nigeria i i i I don't I have to look more into the the rules because now I'm really curious because it makes me feel like probably yeah. there's there's something holding it up because like we do in a lot of these murder cases, the turnaround's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. If it's a couple months, it might be a couple years. But twenty thirty three, that's a really long time from now. Yeah, it's literally thirteen years from now. Now, like I said, this was a mini, mini, mini mini. But <laughs> I wanted to leave it off with some words of Irene's friend. Who had some some nice things to say about her. Her friend wrote to the Houston Chronicle and said, in quote, her soul was too beautiful for this world. Irene had the biggest, the most pure heart. No matter what people did to her, she always was kind. And you can like tell just in her in her YouTube videos too, just she has such a a grand personality. And I could only imagine, you know, what kind of friend she was or anything like that. Because yeah. just, I, I mean, those videos alone. They're really, very welcoming. Really shine through. Yeah. Yeah. They did shine through. Yeah. And, and like I said earlier, when I watched her videos, I instantly felt comfortable yeah. for some reason. I mean, I don't, I don't know the girl, but I definitely felt comfortable watching her. She's and, relatable. Yeah. Because she's, she's, she's a normal girl just like us, you know. Yeah. She's trying to follow her dreams just like us with this yeah, podcast. And yeah. so it's definitely relatable, at least in in my opinion. Yeah, she is relatable. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I have for you. So a little tiny, Aww. little itty bitty. 
Well, <laughs> maybe in 12 to 13 years, <laughs> if we're still doing this podcast, which I'm sure we probably will. I don't know. Stay tuned, America. 13 years. 13 we might years. be doing something else that's... A follow-up. A follow-up. I was thinking like our oh. broadcast would be like shot directly into people's brains and it would be like telepathic oh, yeah. or something like that. I Absolutely. don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, like your little implant in your hand or something like that is just gonna start like i don't have an implant do you not yet <laughs> she's like oh you know that implant on my hands you don't got one yeah you know you don't got you one you don't got one of those <laughs> the, they're talking about implanting us in like 2027 or something like 2027 so you didn't hear about that you didn't hear about that <laughs> anyway it was actually your dog who told me you know oh my god yeah, she talked to me my seriously <laughs> anyways i hope you like this little mini bitty and yeah, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. I'll be posting photos of this case. And yeah, hope you guys have a great spooky dookie night. A mini spooky dookie might. Dookie. <laughs> <laughs>